how's it going? Welcome to the Note to Self podcast. I'm your host, Jojo, and this is your ultimate mindset space where we unpack all of the advice you so easily dish out to your bestie, but forget to remind yourself of. We're going deep on all the things that are holding you back from becoming the most confident, sassy, empowered, fabulous, and most importantly, truest version of you. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, my fabulous angel. I hope you're amazing today. I am in a fabulous mood, actually, because I have just lit an account. Sorry. Sorry. Did, did you just hear that? I said, litten a candle. Excuse, sorry, what? Um, am I okay? No, ma'am. Sorry. I have just lit a candle. Do you know what? I feel like I haven't even said the phrase yet. Oh, this is going to be a hooter of a podcast. Um, I have just lit a candle. Now I feel like that doesn't sound right. Basically, there is a candle on fire next to me and it's made me feel quite brilliant, actually. (laughs) And it's so silly. But oh my goodness, these tiny little things that we do that just set our soul on fire a little bit, honestly, we just don't do enough of. And that's why today I want to share with you eight ways to feel brighter right here, right now, to just boost your mood in this moment, to just make you feel like a positive little Polly, a chirpy little chilly, or a buzzy little bunny. Yep. All of the alliteration. (sighs) This is going to be a wild ride. (laughs) But I just, right, okay, you know when I'm in these moods where I'm just like a bit 100 mile an hour, I'm really trying to like zen myself out. And so I lit a candle. I set a candle on fire. Do you know what's so funny as well? I say these little phrases sometimes. Like, so the reason why I thought of this is because the other day um, I was basically going to blow out my candles. And I said to my partner, I was like, should I turn the candles off now? And it's like, Little things like that, where I just use the total wrong phrase to to say something. And it's so weird. Like, I do it so often. And, like, immediately as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, what? Like, obviously, that's not the phrase to use. But I'll say, like, shall I turn off the candle? Or shall I, um, I don't, I can't, ah, oh, now I can't even think of any of the other ones. But, like, what did, it, what was on the floor the other day? Oh, I can't remember what it was. Basically, I just say these like random phrases for things that are totally the wrong ones. Okay, I need to actually calm myself down. Right, I am sharing with you today eight things that you can do right now, literally right now. Not like, okay, well, let's plan for it and make it happen over the next couple of days. No, it's a literal, you can do it whilst you're listening to me. Well, actually one of them you tech, well, you could totally do all of them. Right? Do you know what? You're doing all of them while you're listening to me, Okay do it right now, like immediately. Well, when I tell you about them, obviously, but I know how easy it is to let yourself sink into these little kind of moments where you just feel like crap and you feel like the world around you is a sinking ship. And all you want to do is just sit in bed and do nothing forever. And you know what? we're allowed those moments. We get to have those moments. I feel like we need those moments sometimes, but so often that's our default moment to choose. And actually the things that could make us feel so much better, we put off doing until we feel better, right? Like we always say, for example, like this isn't one of the tips because 
it is really freaking well I mean all of these tips are so simple that we overlook them but one tip for example that isn't on this list so I guess it's nine tips but one tip that isn't on this list is going out for a walk right how actually amazing do you feel just going out for a walk it's such a small thing to do and it's it makes you feel so good right and so we but we don't go for the walk we'll say oh when I feel better I'll go for that walk or when I feel better I'll go see my friends or when I am feeling um sassier I'll put that cute outfit on and it's like we always wait to do the thing that might actually make us feel amazing until we feel better enough to do them and I actually just feel like so often we need to just stop ourselves in our tracks and say nope Today, I am going to go out and I'm going to do the thing or I'm going to go and do the thing, whatever it is. You don't even have to go out the house for one of these things you have to go out the house for. That's it. Okay. And we might as well start with that one because it's literally, (laughs) the tip is literally, all right, I have to disclaim because all of these, you are literally going to be like, Jojo, duh, like obviously, but it's, but that's what I mean by it's so obvious that we just overlook it. We just don't think about it. We just don't do it. And we always kind of go to the default modes of what we're used to. Like, for example, getting a glass of wine and that might totally be something that is a valuable option to choose. And it totally might be something that's like, you get to choose if you want to. And it does make you feel amazing sometimes. Not for me, because alcohol makes me sad. But for most people, having a glass of wine after a hard day at work might be the best thing you could do. But if it's your default mode and it's the thing you always choose and actually in the long run, it's making you miserable, then it's time to look at some other things you can do to just boost your mood immediately, to just make you feel 1% brighter than you did a second ago, literally a second ago. And so all of these things you can do in seconds, like literally from the time I stopped this sentence, you could be starting to do this thing. So I want you to pick one off of this list and do it immediately and then drop me a DM or tell me on Instagram how you feel from it. So the first tip that I spoke about a second ago is stand outside. You're literally going to be like, stop it. Stand outside for just 10 minutes. Boop. Pause this podcast. Go get your wellies on. I don't think you need wellies to stand in the garden. I think I'm being a bit dramatic. Go get your slippers on or your sliders on and go and stand outside. If it's raining, get an umbrella. I am not joking. I genuinely feel like just being outside is one of the best things we can do for ourselves. Not only is obviously fresh air fabulous, especially if you've been cooped up in the house under a cover because you feel a bit meh and you just don't want to do anything. And then you've just got like your bedroom musk (laughs) circulating. Am I okay? Am I, is that, that's not normal, is it? I should definitely not have bedroom musk. No, but do you know what I mean? You've just got no fresh air circulating in the house. Get outside immediately and just stand out there for 10 minutes. Sunlight is, has been, I mean, it's been widely researched that sunlight is amazing for all million reasons. However, just getting out into the bright air, okay, bright air isn't the right thing, but you know what I mean, to the fresh air and the bright outdoors honestly, the bright lights from the outdoors makes you feel so good. It actually is, has been proven to improve your serotonin levels. So like, excuse me, ma'am, happy? Yes. So I want you to just grab whatever you need to, to be weather appropriate. And I want you to just stand outside in the daylight 
so that you're getting some vitamin D onto your skin, even in the winter, standing outside in the brighter light is so good for your health. So just stand outside for 10 minutes. Sounds so silly, but I promise you, it will actually make you feel so much better to get some fresh air in your lungs and some light on your skin. So you're going to do that. Now we're going to go back inside and we're going to go get tip number two, which is a glass of bloody water. Stop. I know. I know what you're thinking. What? How is that going to make me feel better, babes? Sorry. First of all, being hydrated goddess is an absolute win of a, of a life hack. Um, but also being able to do something as simple as having a glass of water shows yourself that you care about yourself, that you care about your body and what you put in it, that you want to give it the nutrients it needs, that you want to take care of it. Getting a glass of water is a silly little task that makes you feel like you're doing something that contributes to your health and well-being. And that's huge. Health-seeking behaviors are huge because they make us feel like we really give a shit about ourselves. And so much of the time when we're feeling a little bit low in mood, we're feeling a little bit bummed out, we're feeling a little bit meh, like meh is the perfect vibe for all of these tips because it's like, you're not like super duper like, super upset about anything in particular, but you just feel a bit flat. Like this is deflation station evacuation. <laughs> oh my God. I actually can't cope with myself. <laughs> but when you're feeling deflation station, when you're feeling just a little bit flat, like doing health seeking behaviors actually makes you feel sensational because again, you like those things are the last things to go. The things that are taking care of you in the future and as a whole, rather than just in that moment. It's so easy to pick the things that make us feel great in the moment, but aren't necessarily great for us long-term, like sitting on the sofa and binge watching Netflix, like having, I don't know, endless glasses of wine because you feel sad, like um, going to the fridge and just eating all of the food because you want that comfort. It's like those things are absolutely valid and you absolutely get to do those whenever you please. But being able to have other tools in your arsenal to be able to say, actually, instead of doing this thing that I know, like, gives me that little boost in that second, but then actually makes me feel worse afterwards, something that is a health-seeking behavior, something, and all of these tips, to be honest, will help you to go, actually, it makes me feel good now, and it's going to be beneficial for me in the future. It's going to make me feel good long-term. It's going to mean that I'm contributing to my health and well-being in some way shape or form whether that is just a glass of water or whether that is cooking yourself a bougie home-cooked nutrient-dense meal something that's got like do you know you know like those homely especially coming into winter like you have like a big fat shepherd's pie with loads of vegetables or like a, a casserole oh casseroles fen- oh my god have you ever had dumplings in a casserole sorry dumplings are literally my official favorite winter food just saying anyway moving on tip number three is actually probably my favorite I mean is it my favorite it's definitely my favorite throw yourself a dance party stop I know I literally have said stop after every single one but like I cannot cope with this tip when I am feeling sad actually okay there are three things that I do when I'm feeling sad number one I watch, oh, what episode is that? I'm going to need to find out. Episode, I'm going to search on my computer right now. Um, But I go to um, 
Netflix and it's the only episode that I have. So it's always the episode that I've already like that I've got up immediately on Netflix. So that's why I don't know the exact um backstory. I'm trying not to give it away. Okay, you ready? I freaking love this. <laughs> yes, I knew it was that. I should have just trusted my intuition. Okay, so when I'm feeling sad, one of three things. Number one, I watched season five, episode 17, the opening scene of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's amazing. Do you know what? That's all I'm going to tell you. Go and watch it right now and tell me it's not the best scene of anything that ever existed in the history of Everness. Yeah? And then come back and listen to the rest of this podcast. Okay. (laughs) So that's the first thing I do. The second thing is I will watch Tom Fletcher's wedding speech. Excuse me, ma'am, but if you have not watched it, you are missing out on vital information that you can tell your partner that they must do if they ever propose to you. This is what they must do at your wedding. If they do not, dump immediately dump. If your partner at your wedding is not as their wedding speech, singing you a collective of songs that they've written, but reworded the words, <laughs> rewritten the words to, you don't even want them. Do you know what? I, they're not good enough for you. So suck them off immediately. I had a dream a couple of months ago that my boyfriend proposed to me by, cause my dad, like, this is such a tangent, but every single Christmas, well, actually I say that two Christmases, (laughs) my dad, we have like a big, um, family get together on Christmas Eve with my, my family and my neighbors. And then like some like close family friends, that sort of stuff, whoever's kind of about really hasn't happened the last couple of years because of COVID, but um, usually at Christmas, we'll all go around and we'll have the guitars out. My dad plays the guitar. My boyfriend plays guitar. Um, we get my uh, boyfriend's like cajon, which is like a drum. And then we just have like a little Christmas sing song. And it's honestly amazing. Um, but my dad for two years running did before COVID hit, did a like re rewrote the Christmas hit, like, um, what was it? So the first year was a James Arthur song. It was the one that was like X Factor number one or whatever. And then the year after that was something else. Can't remember. But oh, what was it? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, he did that. Oh, has this been playing my? Sorry, team. I'm very all over the place. Um, and he rewrites the words. So it's the same tune, but it's got like things about us all in it. So it'd be talking about like our neighbor, and then it'd be talking about like the family it's just it's just lovely and I love that my dad used to be in a band and he was a music producer and all this so he's just like obviously incredible at just songwriting and just being an all-round fabulous human but he I had a dream this is such I can't believe where this story started but he I had a dream that him and my boyfriend teamed up and wrote a song like reworded a Re, sorry I keep saying reworded but you know what I mean rewrote the lyrics to a song I can't remember what song it was um but it was like basically the proposal to me and I was like stop oh my god and I literally cried and then I woke up and realized it wasn't real and now I make a point of telling as many people as possible so that if my boyfriend I say if because I actually don't think he wants to get married which is a big plot twist but story for another time um but if he ever does propose then somebody will be like, or if he ever does want to propose and he lets somebody in my proximity know, then they know that like, if he doesn't propose by completely rewriting a song and singing it to me, I will 
say no. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but still, how amazing would that be? Like, that would be so cute. Anyway, I'd probably cringe so hard. But Tom Fletcher's wedding speech is amazing. So you should go and watch it. Um, end of story. Okay. And then the third thing that I will do, and this is tip number three, <laughs> is I will throw myself a dance party. Yep. You heard it right. I will throw myself a dance party. So I will be like, Alexa, because I don't want everyone's like, Alexa to kick off. And um, I will be like, yo, play me and then whatever song I please. It will probably be McFly or it will be Beyonce or it will be whatever song is stuck in my head in that moment in time, which is probably going to be a TikTok viral song. And if it is, I'll be mad because have you ever listened to an entire TikTok viral song? What? The rest of the song is like, no, just play that 10 second part on loop, please because the rest of it is alien and not worth listening to. The only part I like is that 10 second viral part. Anyway, I will put on one of my favorite songs and I will just dance in the kitchen. And honestly, dancing, moving your body in any way is so amazing. Like we say with exercise, and the thing is, it's not even, it's not exercise in terms of go to the gym, lift some heavy weights, like do all of that stuff. Absolutely. If that's your gig, you get to do that. And that's an incredible way of releasing serotonin. It's an incredible way of making you feel great about yourself and in yourself. However, if that is not your gig and you could not think of anything worse than stepping foot into a gym and lifting weights just to make you feel better, do some yoga, do some stretching, go to a dance class, throw that dance party in your kitchen, do anything that involves movement that makes you happy. One of my clients, I literally prescribed, I say prescribed, that is so dramatic. She has a few health conditions that mean that she is less likely to be able to get up and, you know, go for a big fat walk or go to the gym and that sort of stuff. And so for her, I was like, right, bitch, we're going to do some chair yoga. Chair yoga will be a fabulous way of moving your body without so much of that strain or the energy output. And it will make you feel so good. So do it. Like whatever floats your boat, whether it's a Pilates class online, I can give you the details of a woman named Laura, who is amazing at Pilates. If you want it, drop me a DM and I will send her your way or I'll send you her way. I'll put you both in touch, but she does amazing Pilates classes. My fabulous friend Aqua, she does dance classes on YouTube for free. So if you want to do something that's just like a little bit more fun, a little bit buzzy, a little bit more energetic, and you want to do it from your living room, go and do her dance classes. They're like just dance workouts online, or you could literally dance with your dog. You could play with your dog, do something just to move for a second because, oh my goodness, does it make you feel amazing? exercise makes you happy and happy people just don't kill people I think the actual quote is exercise makes you happy and happy people just don't shoot their husbands but I literally feel like that's a glitch in the matrix you know like what is it the Mandela effect that people are talking about on TikTok I can you tell I'm a bit obsessed with TikTok I'm trying not to be um but I fully feel like it was exercise makes you happy and happy people just don't kill people but then I Googled the quote years ago when I was trying to recite it for an Instagram caption, of course, and it was shoot the husbands. And I'm sorry, I don't appreciate that. I think kill people is better. Kill people is not great at all. Don't ever do that. But 
you know what I mean. Anyway, should we move on to tip number four? Tip number four is reach out to a friend. It takes one second. Pop your friend's name into your phone, into your search bar and just say, hey boo, how's life? Hey babes, how's it going? Hey, it's been a while since we've been in touch. What's new with you? Hey gal, want to meet up for a coffee? Simple as that. And I promise you, reaching out to a friend in any way, shape or form, being able to just catch up with your friends is something that we take for granted so often. Like it's so easy to just go into that little shell of ours and just stay there and not communicate with our friends and not reach out to the people we love and not feel like we can really talk to anybody. But like, reaching out to the people you love and just having a conversation, even if it is just a little small talk back and forth, which I'll be honest, I freaking hate small talk. Like if somebody texts me saying, how are you? I would literally not reply half the time just because I'm like, I don't want small like call me and we'll have a conversation. Although don't call me if you haven't warned me, you're going to call me because I probably won't answer. I'm honestly a nightmare to get a hold of, but <laughs> I feel like, especially if you're feeling a little bit mad, being able to just text a friend or even meet up for a coffee with a friend, like just does make you feel so much better. And I know, like I said at the beginning of this, like it's easy to go, oh, I'll do that when I feel better. But sometimes we need to do the things that, that we usually would do when we feel better now. Because when we do them, we then overcome that feeling of I need to feel better. It's so such a simple switch, but being able to flip your perspective from I'll do that when I feel better to I'll do that because it will make me feel better. That's where the magic happens. That's where you get to just start building up a little bit of brightness in your life, of just a brighter perspective on things, of not feeling wallowy in your life and just being able to go, no, do you know what? I'm going to do the things. I'm going to boost my mood. I'm going to feel like a goddess today. And like, even just being able to say that to yourself, like today is going to be a good day. Even in fact, let's call that secret bonus tip number five, secret bonus tip number five. Well, I guess that would be secret bonus tip number nine. Secret bonus tip number nine is what was it again? (laughs) is whatever I just said. Oh yeah. (laughs) Secret bonus tip number nine is literally just say to yourself right now, today, I'm going to make a great day. I'm going to make this day a great day. I'm going to have a really good day today. Like even that I'm like, I, yeah, I am. I'm going to feel great. I'm going to have a good one. And again, it's such a a tiny little thing that you can do that actually probably has no meaning and you probably won't do it because you'll sit there and think, well, that's pointless. Of course, like that's not going to help. So I'm not going to do it. But then you do it and you go, actually, I do feel pretty good for that. Okay. I'm going to have a good day. Um, So yeah, giving yourself those little pep talks honestly makes the world of difference. And if you want my inner pep talk guide, I do actually have a link to my free guide in the description in the notes, what they're called, show notes of the podcast. Um, So feel free to go and have a look at that. Okay, number five is tick off. This is so huge, but so small. (laughs) I love how like everything I say today is a contradiction or doesn't make sense. Okay, tip number five, tick off a small task that's been on your mind for months. And the reason that I added this in, and you know what, I'm going to do this immediately after the podcast because I cannot actually cope with myself. 
I have been telling myself for months. In fact, there's a lot of people that I've been telling myself I need to reach out to for months. But a small task that I need to do is reach out to my interior designer slash absolute bestie, worldie, fabulous, used to be client, now just all round cute ass friend. She designed my office for me in the new place. And honestly, it's been far too long, like longer than I care to admit since I last replied to her about just sending over some photos of the office. I've just had so much going on and I keep saying to myself, I need to reach out. I need to reach out. I need to reach out. Even if it's just to say, I'm so sorry for being an actual wet wipe, like, and not doing this thing for you because I totally feel like I'm being a really terrible friend, but I'm just, I'm a busy friend. You know, I'm not a bad friend. I'm just a busy friend right now. Um, and so I'm actually going to do that after this. It's just been, it's just been one of those things that's been weighing me down. It's been on my mind. I've been overanalyzing it thinking, oh my goodness, she's going to totally detest me because I've been a terrible human and I've just been beating myself up over it and just being really actually under a lot of emotional stress because I haven't just done this one simple task, which is literally just text my friend and say that the, like the office has just been a bit of a whirlwind. So I will send photos as soon as possible. Like something as small as that has been literally eating me alive for months. So why am I not doing it? It's something that takes two minutes, less than that. Probably I could send her a voice note, but if I sent her a voice note, it would be an eight minute voice note. And I'm sorry, but Oh, my voice notes just get completely aggressive. You know, I sent my friend a voice note a couple of weeks ago and he was like, it was like three minutes long or something, maybe two, no, it was two minutes long. And I, bearing in mind, like most of anyone that I text, like, especially my clients, my clients get like 15 minute voice notes from me if we're on an actual mission and really unpicking and deep diving into some real hard stuff. But If I'm like messaging my friends, I will literally send them like three, four, five minute voice notes. I am that person. Yeah, like hate me, no no drama. But I sent my friend, we were like voice noting, but like quick voice notes. And I sent him a two minute voice note and he literally replied to me two days later because it's usually one of those things where like we'll both reply to each other, but it will take a couple of days to reply. And I replied with this two minute voice note. He replied two minute, two days later being like, yeah, I'm not listening to that. That is way too long. And I was like, ah. <laughs> I could have been declaring my undying love for you. I could have told you about a traumatic life event that was going on. I could have been pouring my heart out about something that I really cared about. And you literally don't even care to listen to it. Like, sorry, blocked and deleted. Don't worry about that. Um, But anyway, do something that has been on your mind for months. Just one of those small tasks that you know, it just keeps weighing you down. It's just on your mind. You know, it's so easy to do, but you're just not doing it. Something as simple as that, do it right now. Because you feel so much lighter. It feels like a huge weight has been lifted off your shoulders when you do that. So I spent an an entire day doing all of those things the other day of just all the things that I had on my mind that were just such tiny little tasks. Like it was literally like take a parcel to the post office or um, fold the washing that's in the, oh my God, what is it called? Utility room. Um, Like just small things like that. I was like, I know I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. And then I just wasn't doing it. So do that small thing. So I promise you it will literally make the world of difference. Okay. Tip number six is, I know this is so cliche, but get a bath. I know, I know, but honestly, it does make you feel great. Like it really actually does. Like it makes you feel amazing. And what I really mean by get a bath is like just 
again, like the glass of water of, of that kind of taking care of yourself vibe, having a bath or even just a long shower where you wash your hair and you scrub off your tan, like, do you know, like one of those real industrial strength baths, like one that where you're like fully doing all the things you're washing your hair, you're deep conditioning your hair, you're doing a face mask, you're scrubbing off all of your tan, you're exfoliating, you're shaving. Do you know what I mean? You're just all round getting out like a freaking slippery dolphin. And you just feel like the world's most sensational goddess after this bath, have some candles, read a book with it. Like all of those things, get a bath or a shower or something to a wash your sins away. (laughs) But also just, it just makes you feel better. I feel like it's like a cleansing of the soul when you have a bath. And so although it's a, a real cliche like self-care vibe, I genuinely think it is one of the best things I can do when I'm feeling a little bit rutty, when I'm feeling a little bit like meh, I will get a bath because I just know how much better it makes me feel. Um, And especially washing my hair. Like, I don't know who else can relate to this, but like, please hands up if you do. I never wash my hair, like ever. Like if I could never, ever wash my hair ever again, I would not, but I have to every so often because you know, well, I mean, whatever, but I don't wash my hair anywhere near as often as I should. And when I get real cranky and agitated and like fidgety and just a bit short fused, I'll literally sit there and say, to my, yeah, it's been quite a while since I've had a shower or a bath or whatever, where I've washed my hair. I need to do that. And then I'll do it. And I'm like a literal brand new woman. Like I have, I have like a Phoenix risen from the flames, but it's risen from the bubbles. <laughs> Um, so yeah, get a bath, mate. Stop. I know these are all just so simple, but I promise you they're going to make you feel amazing and you can do it right now. Go run that bath, baby doll. Okay. Number seven, this one's where we get a bit into the airy fairy vibe, but we love a cheeky airy fairy vibe and we especially love gratitude. Gratitude is amazing. Gratitude is one of those things that we all go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, God, that sounded like, what did that sound like? Yeah, 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 yeah. From Little Mermaid, when Sebastian is singing, kiss the girl while they're in that little pond thing. And then that seagull's like, (laughs) okay. Should I go to bed? I think I should. I think I actually should. And if I was a perfectionist, I would have gone to bed when I called, when I said the candle was lit and um, I would have stopped the podcast there and then and just been like, no, do you know what? This is happening another day. (laughs) But perfectionism is something I'm trying to recover from. So bye. Um, Anyway, gratitude, write down three things or think of three things. If you're finding that sticking point of writing it down, just think of three things that you're grateful for. It sounds so like it's going to do absolutely nothing. And you're like, yeah, whatever. But I promise you when you do it, especially if you do it often enough, it really does change your world. I won't go into the research today, but I am going to do a whole kind of cheeky episode on gratitude and that sort of stuff in the coming months. So look out for that ear out for that listen out for that is what I was trying to say (laughs) um but practice some gratitude practice something you're grateful for even tell someone that you're grateful for them think about the things in your life that you're thankful to have think about the things you can do that you're thankful to be able to do think about the way your life is that you're thankful for like 
are you grateful for the fact that you have coffee every single morning to come down to and it's warm and it's like lovely and it's creamy and delicious are you really grateful for the fact that you get to work from home today because actually the last thing you would want to do is go for a commute every single morning to the office I don't know whatever it is are you grateful that you've got a lake by your house that means that you can go and just kind of sit on the water sometimes not on the water but like next to the water imagine if you could sit on water that would be weird okay three things you're grateful for point made (laughs) and the final tip that I want you to do is something that makes your soul sing. Whether that is a hobby or an activity, something that lights you up. One of my clients, it's crocheting. And I keep telling her she needs to start a business because her crochet skills are A, phenomenal, and B, the cutest little things that I ever did see. And they're like little little toys, not toys, little cuddly animals. And they're the cutest thing in the whole world. And so she does that to make her soul sing. My other client does ceramics to make her soul sing. I have just started reading fiction books. I know, crazy new for me. I am a self-development junkie and I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20. okay. Loads, I wasn't gonna sit there for the next hour. Loads of books and every single one of them are self-development, are mindset related, are just about, you know, thoughts and emotions and habits and therapy and just overcoming limiting beliefs and all of that sort of jazz. Not a single one of them is about a crime thriller or a romance novel or anything like that. Yet the other day I decided to delve into my first ever fiction book and I read the entire thing in a day and it was amazing because The funny thing is, right, with self-development books and with all the nonfiction stuff that I read, it still feels like work. It still feels to some extent like, oh, that's a lesson I can learn for not only me, but also the people in my world. How can I uh, help other people understand this? Oh, that was a breakthrough. I'm going to teach that to my clients this week. You know, things like that. And the problem with that is that you never really feel like you're switching off. And although I love doing that sort of stuff, like that is something that really sets my soul on fire. It's also something that isn't just for me. It's for the greater good. (laughs) No, but it's for the rest of the world too, right? Yeah, a fiction book, for some reason, it just feels so much different. And I always held off on getting a fiction book because I was like, well, if I'm going to read, I might as well read something that is towards something. So read something that is for a purpose. And not that fiction does not have a purpose, but it has, nonfiction has, a. Uh, it relates to my goals. It relates to my business. It relates to my personal development. It relates to me, you know, becoming a better human. And this fiction book that I read, I don't think it was necessarily groundbreaking. It was called Verity by Colleen Hoover, I think. Um, and it was amazing. Like it was brilliant. And I very much enjoyed it. Uh, and there was cheeky little plot twists thrown in throughout. Um, slightly like Fifty Shades of Greyish at very small moments. And I don't know. And that's so I've bought another book although it was a recommendation and I think it's a romance novel. So I feel like this isn't going to be a good representative of whether most books have like sex 
scenes in them. Um, but it's just not really my vibe, like reading about that. Do you know what I mean? Like, for me, I don't think I'd enjoy reading like a Fifty Shades of Grey book, for example, might totally love it. I will correct myself if that ever happens. However, I do just feel like, I don't know, sex scene in a book that's a bit like graph. It's just not my vibe. I'm like, give me the blood and guts and thriller and well, actually don't. I'm too scared. What if that I hate as well? Anyway, I'm dipping my toe into fiction um, and I very much enjoyed it. My next book was the, is it The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? I think it's like quite a well-known book, but it was a recommendation from a fabulous friend of mine. And so I literally just, she was just like, this book is amazing. Read it. And I was like, okay. And then I ordered it the next day. Um, but anyway, my my point on that was do something that makes your soul sing. So for me, it's been reading fiction recently and it's been lighting a candle, like something so small and tiny and something I can literally do in seconds. Light a candle makes me feel cute, makes me feel cozy and cuddly and fabulous and bougie and sassy and like, oh, I'm so like sassy with my candle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Like it does, it makes me feel like an adult. It makes me feel like I should go to HomeSense and or, and like buy loads of like house trinkets and like cute candles. And especially in like this sort of time when we're heading into autumn, it's like, oh, should I go buy loads of pumpkins and just like decorate my house for autumn and leaves? Wow. <laughs> That's what lighting a candle feels like for me, but it makes my soul feel cute. Um, and so whatever that means for you, whatever that is for you, whether it is playing piano, singing a song, playing with your dog, cuddling your baby, like whatever it is, do something that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And that can literally be something as small as lighting a candle. And it can be something as huge as booking to play a concert. (laughs) What? anyway those are eight plus a bonus tip nine ways that you can feel better and brighter and just a little bit less meh right now here in this moment boost your mood feel fabulous and just start implementing a little bit more light into your life what did I call it earlier the deflation station what did I call it evacuation so a quick roundup of your deflation station evacuation list Stop it. I'm actually going to go to bed. Number one, stand outside for just 10 minutes. Get some fresh air in your lungs and some light onto your skin. Number two, go get a glass of water. Be a hydrated goddess. Hydration station is the vibe. Number three is throw yourself a dance party or just move in a way that feels really fabulous for you. Number four is reach out to a friend, drop them a text, ask how they are, tell them you're thinking of them, whatever it may be, reach out to a friend, even if you aren't expecting a reply. Like even if it's just, an, I send my friends messages all the time saying, just don't say I love you and I hope you're okay. There's no need to respond, but I'm here if you ever need me. And it's literally like, I don't care less if I get a response. It's just so that they know I'm thinking of them and they know they can reach out if I need, if they need me. Number five is tick off a small task that you have had on your mind for months. So something that's been on your mind for months that is so easy to do, tick it off right here, right now. Number six is essentially wash your freaking hair. Wash your hair, boo, and have one of those big dolphin slick baths. 
Number seven is gratitude. Write down three things that you're grateful for, or even just think of those three things that you're grateful for. And number eight is do something that makes your soul sing. I'm excited for you to try them and do them and invest in them and just really make sure you are doing these things regularly as well, like doing them so often that you're like drowning from all the water, that you're exhausted from all the dance partying, that you're ticking so many tick boxes, you have none left to tick. And I know it will change your world and it will give you a brighter perspective on things and it will just make you feel all round more wonderful. Oh, I really hope this helped. Please, please drop me a message if it did. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. And I am actually going to go to bed now. So have a wonderful day, evening, morning, whatever you're doing. And I will chat to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you super loved it. And if you did, don't forget to give this podcast a rating and review and share this to your Instagram story with the tag Thrive with Jojo so we can reach even more queens and help them take over their own world too. I'll catch you in the next episode.